Welcome to Coffee with Chris, the podcast where we take the multidimensional, kinetic, and very defiant approach to all things regarding fitness and lifestyle. I am your host, Coach Chris. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Coffee with Chris. Um, I wanted to chat today with you guys about some things that I have found with clients as well as had to, of course, go through my own journey um, of what keeps us from success in our fitness journey. Um, I have asked many times, done little polls on Instagram um, about what you guys need help with the most and what is the you know biggest hurdle that you guys run into and so many times um so many of you say nutrition right um nutrition is the hardest thing that people seem to um have as far as grasping on how to use nutrition and what to eat um in order to reach their goals i If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on some sort of fitness journey yourself. And um, many a times we like to go to Google, right? And we Google, what are the best foods to eat? You know, what are the um, best healthy fat burning foods to eat? And you will find articles. You will find lists of these foods, these magical fat burning foods. Um, many times you'll see broccoli, almonds, nuts of assorted nuts, um, chicken, and you find these, um, lists and then you go out and you make your grocery list and you start eating all of these things and nothing's happening. So you're kind of going back to the drawing board and you're like, well, clearly I did something wrong. Uh, what else can I do? So maybe you start looking into keto You see a lot of successful dieters, um, tried keto, had a lot of success, and I am one of those. I will do a podcast about keto, my journey, what I did. Um, Many of you are interested in that, and I will tell you my story on keto. I had great success with keto until I stopped, until I wanted to add carbs back into my life. Um, I couldn't go very long. I could actually, I went, what, two years on keto, but eventually I wanted a piece of cake. I wanted a cookie. I wanted a bread, you know, I wanted carbs. So once I stopped keto, I gained 20 plus pounds back. I actually ended up heavier than when I originally started, which happens with most everybody who does keto, most everybody who does a juice cleanse, most everybody who does some sort of radical fad diet because it's not sustainable right? So we're always looking for the secret. Nutrition is so difficult for so many people. But when I look at those people who say nutrition is the hardest, it is usually much, much deeper. And so I want to go into some of the things that if you think nutrition is the hardest, if you're running into roadblocks and hurdles, maybe Take some notes on this podcast. Take some time to actually reflect on the things that I'm going to tell you and ask yourself if they actually apply to you. Because as a coach, um, I see beyond the surface level of what is actually causing the issues. Um, And I'm here to tell you that it's not the food that you're eating. Okay, it's not that you're not having the right diet, that you just haven't found that magical diet yet or that you haven't found, you know, your blood type diet because people People are, they're looking for answers and this may not be the answer that you want to hear, 
but it is the answer that you need to hear. And the second that some of my clients start implementing some of the things that we talk about, they do realize that it is, in fact, it's not their nutrition. It's not the foods they're eating. Um, it is, in fact, comes down to habits, essentially. Um, so many times people resort to um, these radical type changes because they don't know what else to do. But I want you to kind of reflect back on your diet history. Okay. What have you done the last year? What have you done the last five years? What has your last 10 years of dieting looked like? For most of you, it's diet after diet after diet, restricted diet. So you cut carbs, you do that for eight weeks, feel great, you lose weight and you just can't do it anymore. So you go on a binge, you eat, you gain all that weight back. Finally, you're like, crap, a vacation's coming up. Or you just start to, again, look at yourself in the mirror and not be excited about what you see. And so you go back on that restricting. But this time, maybe it's not cutting carbs. Maybe now it's you're doing keto. You're going to do high fat because you saw that that worked for someone else. Same thing. You lose weight. You feel great. You get off keto. You gain all the weight back. Okay, well, I'm going to start a juice cleanse because I gained 15 pounds and I have a summer vacation. I need to lose this weight. So I'm going to do a juice cleanse for two weeks. I'm going to do nothing but drink juice. Guess what? You're going to lose weight, guys. You're not going to feel very good. It's not going to be healthy. That is not sustainable because eventually you're going to have to start eating real food again. Right? So most people, that's what their dieting history looks like. Some sort of radical change that they can't sustain. Lose weight, get back on the horse or fall off the horse, I should say, and start over. It's just this vicious cycle, right? So we've all heard of that saying, you know, the, um, I'm probably going to mess it up now that I'm talking to you guys and I can't think of it, but, um, you know, doing the same thing over and over and not getting any different results is the definition of crazy right now. I'm not calling you guys crazy, but I want you to reflect on that. If you, for the last 10 years have been doing the same thing it may be a different diet there may be a different name, but it basically it comes down to restriction. Okay. And then following up the diet, binging, gaining weight restriction, if you have been doing this for the past five, 10, even for the past year, I'm here to tell you that you need to put that Google search away. You need to stop looking for the special diet. And we need to learn how to make consistent, sustainable, and maintainable lifestyle changes. Okay. So doing the same thing over and over is not going to get you anywhere. You have to make daily habit changes. And that is where hiring a coach comes into play. I highly, highly, highly recommend that if you are have been in this cycle that you hire a coach because there has to be something underlying that needs to change. And if you can't um, figure out how to do that by yourself, having a coach, having an accountability partner, having somebody help you makes a world of a difference. Um, I hired a coach. Even coaches need coaches, right? We all have these areas in life where we need to be better and it is best to hire an expert. But if you're going to continue going down the same path, you're not going to get anywhere different. And it is crazy to think that that will be the case, right? Um, something else I see with many, many clients is women love cardio because they think that's the answer to getting toned or to lose weight or however they want to look. And I'm telling you, if you are a woman who has been a long distance runner or you do um, spin class five times a week for 45 minutes, or you do tons of high intensity circuits, basically you are a cardio machine, right? And you want 
to build curves. You want to build strength. You want to build this body that you've always dreamed of. You want to be toned, but instead you have more of a flabby, unmuscly look. And you're just, you're like, well, how in the heck I'm doing all of this cardio. I'm barely eating. How long have you been doing that? How long have you been a cardio bunny? How long have you been addicted to some sort of running or high intense activity? And you're not feeding yourself well. How can you expect to gain muscle? And these are some of the hardest clients to work with in this, in the sense of getting them away from that. Because I know I used to be a runner. I used to run track, um, 11, 11 miles a day minimum. And that high that you get from running, it is, it's amazing. And you feel so good after a run. If you're stressed out or run, there's nothing better. I get it. I've been there, but we have to ask ourselves, do our habits line up with what we want? If we want to gain muscle, we have to back off the cardio guys. You have to so many women doing orange theory, soul cycle, um, running, and they're not getting where they want. How long have you been doing that? How long have you been doing these classes and you're just, you're not getting anywhere. You're spinning your wheels. So what do you do? You probably do more cardio. That is not the answer. The answer is the exact opposite. And so this ties into doing something different. If you're not getting the result and you have not been getting the results that you want, something has to change. And I'm telling you, cardio lovers out there, unless you want to be a marathon runner and a long distance runner, if that's your goal, then absolutely. But if your goal is to have, you know, this round butt, nice shapely legs, sculpted back. Um, if you want to look toned and I'm using quotes, I know you can't see me, but I am totally air quoting this because I hate that word. Tone means muscle. You have to build muscle if you want to be toned. You're not going to go pick up a weight and all of a sudden you're going to look jacked and like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're not, that's not going to happen, you guys. But it's such a mindset shift to go from this cardio two weights, but I can promise you that if you back off the cardio big time, start feeding yourself, you are going to look the way that you're trying to look where cardio is not getting you. So that's my number one tip, I guess, is do something different. If you've been doing the same thing for the past 10 years and you're not getting results, something has to change. And you're like, well, Chris, duh, but what, right? What has to change? So Again, hiring a coach makes a big deal, but if you're trying to do this on your own, I would suggest finding somebody that you trust and taking advice from them, watching what they do, try to emulate their actions, right? Um, So many times, and this is a big one that I see with clients, so many times we have little Karens and Susans, you know, tweeting in our little brains about, oh my gosh, you're eating too much, or wow, you're not eating enough. You need to eat more. I eat twice as much as you and I am gaining weight or this or that, or so many people have their two cents guys and they're gonna, that's just, that's an inevitable fact of life. People like to chirp in. I've had clients where I give them a set of macros and they come to me the next day and they're like, well, you know, I talked to Becky at work and she said, I'm eating too many carbs. And first reaction is I want to pull my hair out because why are you listening to Becky in the first place? And second of all, it breaks my heart because so many women so many women are afraid to eat and that is their big problem. And it's usually one and the other. We either are afraid to eat, we don't eat enough or we're eating way too much. But when it comes to doing something different, changing a habit, my big advice to you is to stop listening to everybody else. Find one person you trust 
let them help you hire them. I do guys. I know it's like, oh my gosh, I don't have the money for that. But really when you look down it, there's things you can cut in your life to afford a coach. Having a coach is no more expensive than adding up all of your coffee during the week, all of your nails, all of your hair. And hey guys, we are in a quarantine. So I know for many of you, hair, nails, makeup, all of that is not even an option anymore. So why don't you actually spend that on something that's going to be good for you. And it's something that you've been wanting to do for years. You just, and I'm going to air quote this again, haven't had the money. There should be a lot of freed up money at this point because we can't go out and spend all the money that we normally spend. Right. Um, so find someone, trust them, follow them and do not let other people get in your head. The only way to know if a set of macros is good for you or not is to follow it consistently for two weeks including weekends, guys. I'm not saying three out of the seven days. For 14 days, follow those macros, see what happens. If you gain weight, clearly that's too much. So take away a little bit from your fats, your carbs, or both. If you're maintaining weight, great, you found your maintenance. Now, if you wanna lose weight, drop that by 200 calories. Or if you're losing weight way too quickly, you should bump it up a little bit. The idea here is to eat as much as possible while losing weight, right? Because eventually you're going to plateau and you're going to want to reduce calories again. So find a set of macros, follow them. Don't listen to the Beckys, the Susans, and the Karens of this world. Especially if they have nothing to do with fitness, guys. Um, But that I could go on a tangent on forever. Nutrition. The biggest hurdle I see with people who say nutrition is the hardest for them is that they do not track accurately. And what I mean by this is, you know, they feed their kids lunch and they put some Doritos on the plate and they just have two or three Doritos. No big deal. They just, you know, I don't need to track that. Right. Okay. Dinner time come and you're making dinner for your family. You're taking a scoop of potatoes just to try them. And then you're dipping your finger in the gravy just to try it. You're making, you're snacking. You're getting the point here, right? You're taking little bites and snacking here and there. Now is one M&M a day that you don't track going to hurt you? No. It's not, but let's be real. If you're snacking on just one or two, no one takes one M&M, that's a lie. (laughs) But if you're snacking throughout the day, you're probably doing it multiple times a day. And that 100 to 200 calories a day times seven, that's 700 calories a week that you are not tracking. And it adds up, guys. So I've had so many clients where they just are so frustrated with the progress they're making or not making, and their trackers look great. They're, they're hitting all their macros, right? But when I ask them, how honestly accurate are you being? Are you snacking throughout the day and you're not tracking that little handful of whatever it is? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm probably at, you know, 80% accuracy. Well, guys, human error tells me that that's closer to probably a 60% accuracy. So if you are not even being honest with yourself, you cannot look at that scale in the lack of progress and be surprised. And so many people, that's, that's such a thing as, oh, it's not going to hurt. One handful is not going to make a difference. Guys, if you have that attitude, you are just asking to set yourself up for failure. Go into something all in and actually hold yourself accountable. I've done it so many times, guys. Gone to the pantry. I'm hungry. It's almost lunchtime. I just grab a little tiny handful of pecans, right? They're candied pecans. They're amazing. But I don't track them because it's like it literally is smaller than the palm of my hand. How could that make a difference? Well, 
that's probably 120 calories just with a small handful of nuts, guys. And so if I do that every single day, there are so many calories during the week that I am not accounting for. And I've done that for weeks. I'm not seeing progress and I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. I'm like, oh my gosh, why is this not working? I'm doing everything right. No, Chris, you're not doing everything right. You're not tracking those little handfuls, the sauce, the dressing that you put on your salad, you know, the extra handful of cheese that you may have sprinkled on top of, of your meal. It adds up guys. And so many times when someone actually starts tracking, they can see that it adds up. So my challenge to you, let's just say it's just too hard to hit your macros. Forget about it. Track everything you eat. Track every single thing that you eat. I am talking the sip of cola. I am talking the handful of M&Ms. I am talking the two chips that you ate from your husband's chips and dips that he's having for dinner. Everything, everything, everything. Be meticulous and actually see how much it adds up. Sometimes just looking at it and seeing the data makes a big difference. Okay, even if it says that you went over by your carbs by 20 carbs and your fats by 20, even if those numbers go in the red, I want you to see how it actually adds up because it's not until then It's not until you actually see how much it adds up that you're going to make those changes. You can listen to this podcast all day long, guys. And I have ranted and raved about accurately tracking for years. And just like with anything else in life, sometimes we actually have to experience it. So if you're having a really hard time with nutrition, that's my challenge for you. Forget macros, track everything you eat. Do it for seven days. Do it for seven days, everything you eat, and actually see where those numbers add up. And by seeing those numbers, now every single time I go to the pantry, what I think about is that's going to put me in the red. If I'm not going to track that, it's going to put me in the red. And it kind of, it gives me this little kind of, you know, internal voice that says, is it worth it? Is those two Doritos worth it? No, they're not guys. Or fit them in. That's my challenge to you. Be honest with yourself. Change that habit. If you're frustrated, you're not seeing results. Are you being honest with yourself? Some of the other habits I see that need to change is alcohol use. And guys, trust me when I say that I never thought I would be this woman. Okay, I used to be a drinker. I loved to drink every day after work, no matter what, whether it was a good day or a bad day. If it was a good day, I was celebrating. If it was a bad day, I was drinking to get my mind off of whatever bad happened. And I used it for every emotion, for social. I could not go out and be social unless I had a little buzz, right? And after work, I'd get a six packs, come home. And, and it, one glass of wine was impossible for me. It was at least three, if not a bottle. And those were just my habits. And every morning I'd wake up maybe with a slight headache, maybe not, but I would regret my decision because it hindered my fat loss progress. Eventually got to the point where I was like, wow, I got to change something. So it started with me limiting my alcohol usage to maybe four times a week, two drinks. So two glasses of wine, four times a week. And then maybe I would do one glass of wine four times a week. And then it started going down and down. So you don't need to cut things cold turkey out of your life, but habits matter. And if you are over-consuming alcohol, guys, you're going to have a hard time hitting your progress. And that's just a plain and simple fact. Now, if you can manage to fit a glass of wine into your macros every single day, great. But if you're stuck and you're not seeing progress and you're like, oh my gosh, what, you know, nutrition is so hard. I can't figure it out. If you are consuming alcohol, that is a big one, guys. Consuming alcohol, you're, it is the fourth macro, but your body does recognize alcohol as a toxin. Okay. And so it really slows down all other metabolic processes, such as fat loss. Okay. Such as protein synthesis or building muscle. 
those systems are slowed down the second you consume alcohol. So if you're on a fat loss journey, you need to understand that the second you take a sip of alcohol, you are hindering your fat loss goals, plain and simple. I'm not saying it's impossible and that you cannot lose weight. In order to lose weight, you have to give up alcohol. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you need to, these are choices that we make in life, guys. And if your habit is drinking and drinking more than a few times a week, you cannot be surprised you're not seeing um, results. Some of the best results I've ever seen in my life was when I gave up alcohol completely. And right now I am doing 75 hard, which means no alcohol. That's part of the program um, for 75 days. And yeah, do I miss a glass of wine here and there? Absolutely. Do I miss some Sunday margaritas? You bet you. But I... Don't I feel amazing? I'm sleeping better. I'm seeing results. Alcohol, as much as it's fun, guys, it is hindersome to your results. So that's another habit that can get in the way. A few other habits that I want to talk about with nutrition, uh, one being mindful eating. Okay. And a few years ago, if I ever heard the word mindful, I would shut it off. I'm like, that's just woo-woo and stupid and whatever. And I was very naive when it came to habits, mindset, all of the things that actually make me successful now as a human. Um, eating until you're stuffed. I remember being a little girl. My mom would make this like cheesy broccoli rice stuff. And oh my gosh, it was so good. I would literally eat until I threw up. That's a disorder for sure. But I would eat until I got sick. And for some reason, I I, I got that um, habit and I continued it as, a, as an adult. If I loved something so much, I would eat until I got sick. You know, like that Thanksgiving kind of feeling where you just are so full, you're going to explode. I would do that lots, like multiple times a week. And that's just not healthy, guys. That's not a good, you shouldn't eat that way, right? We are living in America. Food is not a scarcity. We should not be eating until we are uncomfortable. And if that's something that you find yourself doing, that is a habit that needs to change. Circles back to my whole point of this podcast do something different. Eat slower. Enjoy the people you're with. Don't watch TV or scroll through your phone. Actually enjoy the food that you're eating. Chew slowly. Drink water. You know, you don't need to eat like a scavenger. And that is something that I have found has helped me when I go out to eat. When you're going out to eat, you're usually eating more, you know, quote, fun foods and you want to eat more of them. And especially if you've been on a diet, so you're like just shoving it in your face right until you can't feel anything and you're just so full you want to throw up. That is a habit that you need to change if you want to have lifetime success with weight loss. My tips are enjoy the company you're with, eat slow, and eat until you feel satiated and no more. Don't eat fast because sometimes your body needs to catch up to send out those fullness cues that, hey, I'm full. And so the slower you eat, the more your body has time to get that to your brain. So you're like, oh, wow, I don't need any more food. I'm pretty full. And so that's a good habit to have is eat mindfully. Do not eat until you feel full. That will help you so much in your fitness journey. Um, And then, of course, my last habit when it comes to nutrition is consistency. 99% of the time, guys. And this is a hard fact and it's not what you want to hear. I know you want to hear some sexy. This is the secret to weight loss. And you, if you're going to end this podcast and go find that secret, you are going to fail. And I'm so sorry that I have to say that to you, but I am not about to lie to you. So many fitness trainers and people trying to make it out there, they will try to sell you something sexy. They will. But that's exactly what they're doing is they're trying to sell you. I am trying to help you. And if you are not being consistent, 
and I mean consistent for 30 days or more, you're not going to see lasting results. You're going to get so frustrated with it because it's not going to work because weight loss doesn't happen overnight, guys. It is not a blink of an eye type change. And for those people that think that for you know 12 weeks, they can do this and completely change their physique, you are lying to yourselves. And I, yes, I said 12 weeks. I have clients who I've worked with for 12 weeks and they make some stellar progress, stellar. But most of you sit there and you're like, wow, 12 weeks of dieting, that sounds miserable. You know, I want a 30 day juice cleanse. It's crazy to me that we are living in 2020 and we still have such a skewed mindset on how weight loss works. And I get it because I've been there, but we have every single resource at our fingertips, guys, and we're still so misunderstood when it comes to the weight loss. And, and I just want to plead to you when you're trying macros or you're trying something new, I hope it's not a fad diet. I hope it's not keto. I hope it's not something low carb. I hope it's a good ratio of macronutrients, proteins, fats, and carbs. And I hope that you stay consistent 30 days or more. I'm including Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Give it some time. And if you're doing macros, you should be able to fit in what you want. If you want a you know, Krispy Kreme donut for breakfast, have that. Put it in your macros. You may have to sacrifice a little the rest of the day, but you can still enjoy the treat or whatever it is that you wanted. 30 days, guys. Come on. Give it a little bit of time. Consistency is key. So this, as far as nutrition goes, for all of you that nutrition is the hardest, if you need help calculating your macros, reach out to a coach. So many online macro calculators are so wrong. I did myself the other day and it said I should be eating 1300 calories. That is absurd. I would wither away if I ate 1300 calories. I would be putting my hormones in a very, very bad place if I consistently ate 1300 calories. I would hit a plateau so quick and I'd have nowhere to go because once you're eating 1300 calories, you cannot drop from there. So I'm pleading to you, if you are eating and you're following online macro calculators anywhere between, you know, 1400 calories or less, please reach out to me. You are not eating enough. You're not going to be in a good spot. But I implore you to find a coach. I implore you to find someone who can help you with nutrition because nine out of 10 times, guys, what you're looking for, what you're searching for this list of foods, this nutrition help, this, I can't lose weight. I need help. It is in that consistency. It is in those habits that you have. And a coach is there to help you maneuver through these habits. A coach is not there to tell you, Hey, eat broccoli, eat spinach, some chicken and brown rice four times a day. That is not, not what you want. You do not want someone telling you what to eat because how are you going to know what to eat when you're done with that coach? You're not. And you're going to be in square one. Learn nutrition, guys. Learn macros. Learn what to put in your body in what quantities because then you set yourself up for a whole lifetime of success. Yes, you may have to invest 12 weeks or so into a coach to help you do this. But look at the job you have now. Did you do it with no training? Did we not all go to school up until 12th grade? 12 years of our lives into honestly learning weird algorithms that we don't use. Imagine spending 12 weeks investing in something that you will use for a lifetime. 
It's your body. You get one. You get one shot. Why are we so resistant to invest a little bit of money into our best shot? A nutrition coach, a good one, will actually not only teach you about food and macros and nutrition and what works for you, but they should be working with you on a deeper level. Because so many of us guys, going back to the beginning of this podcast, it is not the nutrition or the food that you are struggling with. It is something deeper than that. And this podcast, again, I would hopefully you took some notes. Are some of these habits something that you have? Do you drink a little too much? Sometimes that's really hard to admit. It is so hard to admit. And it was for me that I was drinking too much and I needed to hone it in. That was hard. Not being honest with myself about my tracking and my eating habits. Ooh, that's a really hard one. Letting other people get in your head. Letting someone who you trust and that you love say, hey, my my uh, neighbor did keto and she had great results. You should do that. You're eating way too much. Okay, these are things and habits that are causing us problems when it comes to our weight loss journeys. And if we can recognize them and learn to change them, do something different, we can have success. And so for those of you out there that have any of these issues, that you are stuck, take some time and reflect on it. Don't say I'll do it later. If you have time to listen to this podcast and you're doing it right now, as soon as this ends, guys, write it down. Write down some of these things that maybe are hindering you and work through them because the first step is to acknowledging that they're actually there. And the second step is how can I overcome it? How can I overcome not being honest with myself? How can I overcome my alcohol habits? How can I overcome me eating until I am absolutely full and uncomfortable? How can I overcome letting other people getting my head? There are answers, guys. Most of the time, we just don't know what the question is. So I hope this podcast was able to provide some clarity to you. I do hope this podcast was able to maybe tweak that nerve that you need to have tweaked in order to open your eyes to maybe some of the inconsistencies in your life, maybe some of these bad habits that you have. And I'm not sitting here on my soapbox, guys. These are habits, every single one of them that I talked about today that I see in nearly every one of my clients I have had. I have suffered through, I have gone through, and it's not an overnight fix, guys. And that's the beauty of it, though. We have the rest of our lives to work on the bad and make it good. Success is absolutely attainable. Your weight loss goals that you have in your head, that body image you have in your head, it's attainable. It's just going to take some work. And the work, step number one, is do something different. Because you've probably been doing a lot of the same things over and over and over. As always, guys, I am available to you for help. Message me, comment, leave a review. I am here to help you. That is my sole purpose. It is my number one goal in life. Even if I can help one woman overcome her struggles and her hurdles to have a healthy, sustainable, awesome weight loss journey, my dreams will have been completely fulfilled. So that's all for you guys today. This was one of my longer podcasts. So if you did make it through to the end, I appreciate you so much. Um, If you think this would help somebody you know, share it with them. That is all I ask. I'm going to be throwing out so much information for you guys on this podcast that the only thing I ask in return is that you share this with somebody that you think that it might help. And as always, if there is anything I can do to help you, I am available for you. Um, Let's change these habits, guys. Let's become better. There is nothing out there that is keeping us in the spot we are in except for us. Our habits can change 
our lives can change and weight loss can be easy if we are willing to put in the work. So until next time, guys, I hope you all stay well.